1: Power of Natural Healing. I'm Corey Brackett, filling in for Howard Strauss, and I am thrilled to bring you a very special guest today. He is the traditional naturopath and founder of Depke Wellness. He worked with Dr. Joseph Macola for years in the positions of Chief Nutritionist, Primary EFT Therapist, and Wellness Director. He's also the developer of the system of nutritional typing used by Dr. McCola's Clinic as well as on marcola.com. One thing in his bio I especially loved is, and I quote, another point to make is that I never stop learning. I feel that any practitioner that stops learning falls behind and no longer serves their clients in the healthiest possible means. This continued learning and growing continues my own personal journey toward optimal health, and happiness as well as the journey of my clients and followers of Debkey Wellness. I love that quote <laughs> by by the way of his web by the way of his website com and it's jam-packed with very useful articles and information as well as specially formulated supplements homeopathic remedies, and many other items for your health, including home-based testing and for food sensitivity and adrenal insufficiency and so much more. It is my great pleasure to welcome nat- traditional naturopath Dr. Glenn Dechke to the show. Hi, Glenn, and welcome Hi. to The Power of Natural Healing.
2: Hi, Corey.
3: It's my pleasure to be here, and it, it's just an honor to uh, go through this interview with you today.
1: I am so happy to be talking with you again. I always love talking with you. You've made Absolutely. a great deal of headway in your journey to health and wellness, but it wasn't always like that. What prompted you to make this journey to improve your own health and life and for other people too?
3: Uh, you know, it's a story that I don't share probably as much as I should. Um, you know, if, if I'm, I'm not going to go all the way back, but I'll go back to when I'm, I'm 51 right now. Back when I was 17, I had what was known as my first grand mal seizure, you know, where I would become unconscious and uh, basically flip around like a fish out of water and you wake up from a seizure like that. And honestly, for those, you know, most people haven't experienced that, but you, you feel like you just got run over by a truck because it's just uh, very intense on the body physically and uh, and at that point, we just were thinking that maybe it was just an isolated incident, but I had started to have more seizures, you know, so I was eventually, you know, had gone through every test known to conventional medicine, and what was interesting, Corey, is that they didn't have, you know, there was nothing, you know, there was no reason why I had seizures. Oh. So, 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 conventionally, they, they couldn't find anything but then the only answer was as as most will understand with conventional medicine there was a diagnosis and then there was a prescription written for drugs yes you know, so i was diagnosed as epileptic and i was given a prescription for uh at the time something called dilantin which is an anticonvulsive uh prescription and was still having seizures you know so it was so frustrating because here there's no reason why i have this right known to medicine and, but I, I have this diagnosis and I have the drug to take care of it, but it was still going on. Yeah, so that really led, down, you know, it led me down a, a, a path because basically what I had learned at that point after doing a little bit of research on the pharmaceutical I was on is that one of the you know, potential results of taking that medication was that it would further create deeper neurological you know, degeneration and damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So, I'm thinking, well, wait, I'm taking something for a neurological condition, and it will potentially make my neurological condition worse. Made, <laughs>
1: they always seem to no, have the yeah, side no effect as part of the symptoms of the illness they're trying to treat. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. so it, that really just began, you know,
3: then, then some much deeper research. And, you know, really to make that longer story short, uh, you yeah, know, I was able to really understand all the underlying factors of why I was having a seizure disorder, and I had addressed them, you know, through my own research and some some help from some other really qualified, you know, holistic practitioners, and I was uh, eventually able to, not only did I stop having seizures, but I was able to get off the medication, and, you know, honestly, that's been... You know, heck, I, w- I think I was 28 at that point. So they were going on for about a little bit more from- than a decade. Wow. And I haven't had a seizure since then. And honestly, I'm not worried about having another seizure the rest of my life, you know, because I know I got to the underlying core factors as to why I had them, you know, but uh, and, it, and it wasn't, and again, it didn't come up in any testing conventionally, you know, because they really weren't looking for That type of an answer. They were looking for things like challenges with my cardiovascular system or brain waves, or they were looking for a tumor on my brain. And none of those bigger factors were really there. And, and, you know, and for me, you know, that's what led, you know, really kind of lit the fire under my passion to do what I do because, you know, I thought, heck, if I can overcome this neurological disorder naturally, you know, why can't I help, you know, other people overcome their you know, challenges naturally that, you know, maybe they've also been told, we don't know why you have this, you just have it, and you have take this drug type of response.
1: Exactly. It happens so often. It seems like a lot of doctors today are looking primarily, searching through their pharmaceutical folder and searching for a medication that would fit the symptoms to patch it up. That's mm-hmm. so chronically yeah, ill.
3: Yeah, and, it's, and for me, I'm not the holistic guy who bashes conventional medicine, you know, because there is a time and a place, but, you know, if, if we're in an accident, there's, you know, I always feel there's no better country to be in, you know, to get to the, you know, go to the hospital and, and you know, really have the triage to really help help you survive, you know, to live. Mm. But from a chronic health perspective, you know, it's a very challenging country because we're not looking at the underlying factors.
1: It seems like they're best suited to diagnosis and treating acute illness Mm -hmm. or injury. Absolutely. Um, why Why do you think you kind of answered this question, but I want to get your perspective on why you think so many healthcare practitioners, natural health practitioners, have had a health crisis that they've dealt with.
3: Oh, well, I, yeah, I see that all the time. And I think it's, to me, I feel that it's just, that's the motive, motivating factor. Yeah. And I find, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I really truly believe in is I, I believe that the best way we can really know and understand is to have experienced. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And it doesn't mean that you have to experience everything, but when you experience your own personal health challenge... And you have to do all the research and really change, basically who you are and how you think to really overcome this. And to to do it naturally, really sets you up in a place where not only does it drive the passion and the desire to learn more and further your education and you know have different degrees and work with people and all this, but it's 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 really driving so much more because now you have a connection with your your clients, you know because. There's people who, that when they don't know my story, they have a vision that I'm just this guy who, you know, most people don't think I'm 51. You Mm -hmm. know, I was on a plane flight the other day and, and somebody, you know, had made a comment about me not being, you know, as, you know, their age and, and ends up I wasn't not only not their age, I was older than them. (laughs) They (laughs) thought I was much younger. And people have this ideal in their head that I've always been like this, Complete picture of health and I've always had everything going for me, but it's, it's, it was quite the opposite. You know, if I go back to my late teens, early twenties before I developed the seizure disorder, you know, or, and was in the midst of that, I would have been one of my most unhealthy and imbalanced clients if I go mm-hmm. back in time. You know, and I think that that's what drives so many people in the holistic health field is that they've overcome something themselves. And not only that passion, but that connection, you know, to actually know, to really understand what the person you're working with is going through because you've been there.
1: Right, right. It it creates a whole different perspective. Instead of being on a pedestal, like so many doctors are today, where people just go and throw their hands up and go, help me, fix Mm -hmm. me, and don't take an active participation in their health or their search for answers. Um, exactly. What What do you think was the ultimate cause of your health downfall? Well, for me, the, yeah, I think it was, yeah, as with most
3: people I work with, it was multifaceted. You know, I was, if I think back to how I cared for my body at that point, you know, I was, you know, uh, I didn't eat well. I ate very poorly. I almost never drank water. I would drink soda all the time. And, uh, and really I didn't, I didn't have good sleep habits. Um, from a personality and a mental emotional perspective, I used to be the t- complete type A, high strung, even like kind of violently reactive person. A
1: typical 17 year old.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I had to, and all of that, all of that had to change. You know, there there wasn't, you know, I had food sensitivity, I had adrenal issues, you know, there were just so many tentacles to this issue. And then one of the bigger uh, points for me too is I also, from a diet high in sugar when I was a kid, I, I actually had nine silver amalgams in my mouth. So I had nine, nine opportunity to release mercury into my body, which is a known neurotoxin.
1: Yeah, and, and I've uh, seen videotape of people who have had it in their in their teeth for years, and they're still emitting mercury every time they chew or anything. If they grind their teeth at night, oh, (laughs) which I did for a while. yeah,
3: Yeah, that's magnified then, but it's, and you're right though, too, and it's, and the body, the amount of mercury that we can potentially release from a silver filling is much higher than the body can actually detoxify on a daily basis yeah so it's it's over time it's just this accumulation of of mercury in the body and then and then the big factor too is it's one thing which is stored in, in tissue of the body and specifically fat tissue it's relatively i don't want to say it's safe, but it's not creating a lot of damage in fat tissue but when there's other health issues you know like i 've had uh, and that and they're living with a a, a poor you know a, a poor functioning blood brain barrier. Well, now that, that mercury that should be, you know, optimally storing in fat in your body, if you do have any in your body, it's getting into the blood and it's crossing that blood-brain barrier and it's going into the brain. And that's, that's, uh,
1: that's amazing. We've that's got a, a commercial break coming out. Uh, yeah. And you have a new book coming out, which I love the title. It's called <laughs> Fat Fatigued and Frustrated. The title sure doesn't mince words, but honestly, it does sound as though it's describing the majority of Americans today. We'll talk more about it after the break.
0: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: This is your host, Howard Strauss, and
3: I want to let you know about the special offers we have just for you on the Earthing products. The first includes a bed pad, an Earthing mat, the Earthing book, and all of the accessories you need. Together, these items sell for more than $300, but you can buy them now for $199. To see this kit and all of the Earthing specials, visit our website at gersonmedia.com slash earthing. Again, that's gersonmedia.com Slash earthing.
4: The root causes of disease can be better prevented and cured using an integration of modern medicine and holistic healing techniques. Become educated by tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does have its place, but it should not be the only course of action. It's all about regenerating and healing our whole selves through better choices in lifestyle, foods, spiritual connection, and stress management. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
5: Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're
0: listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: I'm Corey Brackett, filling in for Howard Strauss, and I'm talking with naturopath Glenn Deppke. Glenn, we're talking about your new book, Fat, Fatigued, and (laughs) Frustrated. One thing that amazes me is that there are so many people fat, fatigued, but yet they are silently frustrated, ambling through this world, functioning to a point, but secretly unhappy, depressed, and feeling hopeless. Why did so many people resign themselves to their fate, or why do you think did they think that their it's their fate and not stand up and fight to make a difference for their health and lives?
2: Well,
3: I, I think a, a lot of it, and I've you know I've seen you know thousands of clients like this through the years, and what I find consistent consistently is that they just have they don't have enough of really the right information. Yeah, you know, if we think about You know, people, and it's, it's, you know, people typically chuckle when they read the title, you know, but I wanted it to be like real for what people are thinking themselves, right? You know, it's just, most people would use the word overweight, but people won't look at themselves and think, oh, I look overweight. They say, no, I look fat, right? Mm
2: -hmm. And,
3: and from, from a perspective of what most people think about, where most of the generalized information is, if they could just change how they eat and exercise, they would lose weight. And, Yet we see people do this all the time and still not lose weight and maybe even still be gaining weight through this process. And, and so the book was really based on, you know, the reality of what most people are suffering with is that they feel that they are fat or they are fatigued. So they just don't have good energy. And then the inability to change that creates this level of frustration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then that's, that's where we get stuck because, yeah, if we think about it, if somebody feels that they're overweight and they go on a diet and they start exercising and they don't lose weight or they're continuing to gain weight and then that frustration, uh, and then they don't have answers after that, well then, you know, their hands are tied. You know, they feel that what, what can I really do? And they became hopeless. They throw their hands up in the air and it's just done. And usually when we get to that point, then we even digress, you know, since the diet and the exercise didn't work, well, why bother doing it? You know, I might as well, if I'm going to gain weight anyway, I might as well eat something that uh, is really fun for me that, you know, satisfies me on an emotional level. And why should I work my butt off and, you know, be perspiring profusely with my exercise when it's not doing me any good? And so I, I, and I see that, you know, time and time again.
1: Well, the whole directive that has been going on since i think it was the 70s where they told us all to eat low fat and no fat right that doesn't seem like it's really the answer <laughs> especially no. when you look around yeah, and go that doesn't work
3: no you're so right and and i'm glad you brought that up because i wasn't thinking about that when i just responded and and it's true though like the late 70s early 80s we were basically told to go no fat or low fat and at that time, we then replaced, you know, the fat with carbohydrates. And and typically, if we think back to those times, the craze was like wheat bread and and uh, 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 what's I'm trying to think of uh, um, that people fat eat. Them yogurt, for bagels, bagels, and right. Oh and, yes. And all and pasta. Everybody's eating pasta, and they would just say they were doing their carb loading. And and all that happened is we all just got fatter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know because the you know and, and number one the body need number one it needs fat you know we need fat for the body uh for the brain uh specifically uh, it definitely it needs a high amount of fat and then m- what most people don't realize is that we actually burn better energy and more efficient and and provide a higher amount of energy from burning fat than we do carbohydrate so, and so it just created this dynamic that, you know, just led us into deeper and deeper issues. And now it's just, it, it can be so confusing because with the, if we think back in the late 70s, we didn't have the Internet as we do today. And now you can you know, you search the word diet, you're going to find a million diets, right? So how does, how does anybody mm-hmm. know what to do?
1: Right. There's a lot of disinformation out there and misinformation mm-hmm. that creates a sense of, a population filled with chronic illness right, where there's no cause that they can discern, but it's just spiraling out of control. It's very, very frustrating. I love how yeah. you mention um, in your book the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the food we eat and go into mm-hmm. detail about it. I've spent a good portion of my life warning people about these toxic, how toxic <laughs> these, how toxic necessities are, uh, for life. Do you believe right. that these are the main culprits of our health crisis today?
3: Uh, it's a, it's a huge part of it. You know, it's it's the and really the base of the book, thought Fat, fatigue and frustrated is to help people really get centered and focused and balanced on the simplest and most basic fundamentals that, honestly, Corey, most of us know and understand on some level, but most of us just aren't doing it. You know, we're not, you know, we think about just from breathing. You know, most people, we think about the generalized population in our culture, and most people are stressed out all the time. You know, so the stress reaction creates that that short, shallow breathing—you know—that we do on a, utilize on a regular basis, you know—and one think they say all the time is if if we're breathing short and shallow consistently, which most of us are, we're not—we're just breathing to survive. We're not really, truly breathing to thrive. Yeah, and, yes. and changing our our breath patterns and how we breathe through the day is not only essential for just the basics of getting oxygen to the cells of the body. But what I think most people don't realize also is that when you take a deep breath, you also uh, you, you can't be in a stressful you know, state in your nervous system at the same time. Uh, so that's wonderful.:
1: that's a, yeah, that it, that, and,
2: and
3: that has a lot
1: to do with the adrenals, too, doesn't
3: it? Oh, yes, yes, and that's that's a one of the really the bonus section at the end of the book. Really gets into the impact that adrenal function has on why people feel fat, fatigued, and frustrated. You know, and it Uh it was, it was the part that I couldn't leave out because there are going to be some people who you, you address your fundamentals. You still take care of those simple things you need to, and, but there's still something missing because there's that, there's that certain percentage of the population who their adrenal dysfunction or fatigue, insufficiency, whatever you want to call it, has really gotten to the point where it's holding them back from actually turning their, their, their life and their health around.
1: Yes, and, and it's amazing how positive you are in your book. You give people hope and action steps to get better, and I think that's great. Um, is there, and how, what can people do about their health when they're feeling that way?
2: Well, I think that the big
3: thing is for everybody and regardless of what the challenge is, you know, because I'll have people see me in my clinic uh, for many different reasons and anything from they just need to lose their last bit of 10 pounds to people have been diagnosed with cancer autoimmunity and really anywhere in between. And regardless of who you are, whether you're, whether, you know, and, and not to make this sound so simple, but whether you're somebody who is an easier client to, You know, help achieve balance. Somebody who is just fat, fatigued, and frustrated as compared to somebody who has cancer or autoimmunity, I would still be looking at them really at the beginning the same way. You have to Mm -hmm. address the simple fundamentals of health because, see, people are going around and they're doing these, you know, they're doing all this testing and they're doing all these supplement protocols and Detoxifications and and the, the list goes on of things that people are doing. But if you were doing all that, but and we can't still do the simple things in life, well then we shouldn't really expect the bigger things to have a huge impact for us. Yeah. So I I find that that's a a significant positive shift for everybody. Yeah. And that's why. And I'm I'm glad you brought it up. But, and and thank you for sharing that that you found the positivity and
1: providing the hope because that was the intent. Of, I of was really happy to hear that, Glenn. I really was, yeah, because I do think there's hope, and there should be hope. Right,
3: absolutely, and and for, you know, for for almost a hundred percent of the people, there really is, you know. But but if we if we again if we can't take care of the simple things. You know, then the hope seems to, you know, really kind of elude us because we can't even do the simplest, most fundamental things in our health and, and really then, and then from there, where do we go next? And that's where the bonus sections come in and, and the action steps to me are invaluable. You know, because, you know, how many times have we read health books where uh, it'll give, it'll really give you information, but it doesn't put it into actionable steps that you could just right. utilize. You end up reading
1: the book and then you'd say, okay, well, I have no idea what to do about this
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Time and time again, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So often, but you you talk about getting back. Do you think getting back to nature is the key to everything too?
3: Oh, it, it Absolutely, because you know, if we look at it, you know, our lives, you know, we we live in this, like, concrete jungle, yeah. You know, and we don't just do the simple things. You know, I, I, you know and, and I might not quote it specifically as to how it was uh, written, but, you know, when's the last time somebody took off their shoes and walked in the grass or went to the beach and walked in the sand or just, you know, walked in the wilderness and just enjoyed looking at the trees and feeling, you know, hearing the wind rustle through the leaves? And just to create that little bit of, of quiet time for the mind and the body, you know, and we're always, we're just on the go on a consistent basis, you know, but, and it's the simplest things and people might say that, oh, well, I don't, I don't live near the wilderness or I don't live near the beach, but you know what? Most people can find at least a small patch of grass that they can get to and, Sit down in the grass and take your shoes off and let your your feet touch the touch the actual ground and grounding. Uh, you're getting. You're right, exactly. And it, it's actually been proven. Like grounding is a uh, uh, you know based on research is a very powerful antioxidant for the body. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's so many different benefits, but uh, uh, but we just get too we get too caught up in you know this this culture of modern conveniences, and and I think we've gone a little bit too far away from what nature is really all about. And and if we think about nature, nature ultimately is abundant anyway. Well, we we, live in a
1: biosphere all together on this earth. And Mm -hmm. it's important for us to realize that we're a part of it. We're not separate from it. We can't live in a world full of concrete in a high-rise apartment all day and all night and not, Realize the beauty that's out there and enjoy it and feel feel um empowered by it and fulfilled
3: yeah, that's absolutely true and its uh, and I see it again all the time as one of those underlying you know imbalances in in you know general people's fundamentals
1: of health mm-hmm. it's not something we think about in our daily lives until it gets to the point very often. For us, that it's hit—we've hit a brick wall, and we have nowhere else to go but to realize the important things in life. That is—that is so true. Yes, it is. Well, we're we're coming up on another commercial break, but I'd like to open the show up to callers. If you have a question for Glenn, you can call us toll free at one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That number again is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Thanks very much and we'll be right back.
0: A fresh look at today's Health, Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Hi and welcome back. I'm Corey Brackett filling in for Howard Strauss on the power of natural healing. I'm talking with Glenn Depke of Depke Wellness, wellness for the world. If you have a question for Glenn, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. You had a great segment on your website, Glenn. What your body is telling you. Mm-hmm. I love that. What <laughs> is it telling us? How specific does it get?
3: No, oh, it's uh, it, it's amazing. You know the depth and the comprehensiveness of what we can learn from the body. You know, it was even uh, when I was in my uh, my book, *The Fat, Fat Fatigued and Frustrated*. When I was talking about with uh, a the chapter tied into nutrition, I wasn't just talking about. You know, it really wasn't as much about what sh- people should eat, but one of the bigger points was really about how well we digest our food. You know, we're not really what we eat, or what we absorb, and we assimilate. And Digestion as an example, is key. Yes, exactly. And and based on you know, really tools from traditional Chinese medicine that have been, have been used for thousands of years, uh, your body, specifically your fingernails, your tongue, uh, different areas of your body, can tell you so much about really how your body is functioning in balance. And I I even had pictures in the book of what what you can look at on your tongue as far as a a crack potentially down the midline of your tongue would uh, tell you a little bit of a story of potentially what's going on in your stomach and your small intestines. And if there happens to be a crack there, then it's likely that there's been a longer-term chronic digestive issue that sometimes people just don't have any clue that that's really been going on. You know, it's because it's not, it's not something that if you have a digestive issue you feel it today. You know, it's something that has an cumulative effect over the years and even decades, when we have a lack of proper breakdown of our nutrition, basically. Right. Yeah, and and you know, other pictures I had in there, and I was talking about the cherry angiomas, which are little red raised bumps that would potentially be on the trunk of the body, and 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 I had those pictures in there when I was talking about the liver. And that basically those red raised bumps on the trunk of the body could be significant of liver congestion, you know, or could even be significant of people with estrogen dominance. Yeah, and and we, we keep going with this. There's, there's countless things that you can look at. There's, you know, there's the, the little uh, half moons at the base of our nails. You know, most people don't realize that we should have one on the thumb and then one on the next three fingers and none on the little finger. And if we're missing oh, any you're right. moons,
1: I never right? noticed that.
3: Yeah, and 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 really, the largest one should be on the thumb, and then they would slowly go down in size until it gets to the point where there's again none on the little finger. And there's so many people are missing these moons. And and, and the question I'll ask them right away, and, and this is for people that. You know, when, as you're listening to this and you're looking down at your hands right now and your nails and you're recognizing that you're missing some moons, the next question I would typically have for that person is, do you, do you get cold hands and feet often? Or ever, uh, numbness or tingling in your hands and feet? Because if you, if you're, if you have a, what I would consider poor peripheral circulation, so pushing the blood to the extremities and the smaller capillaries at the the end of the body, you know, most people most easily recognize it as cold hands and feet, but but we if we think about the extremities of the body, well, it's easy to recognize the hands and the feet. But I always ask my clients, "Well, where's your other extremity?" And that would happen to be the brain. Yeah, you know, so that that's you know, now we're talking about much much more sizable issue. If we can't get the blood to the brain, which then restricts the amount of oxygen we get to the brain and the nutrients we get to the brain and the brain is a master regulator of everything. So that's that's a big issue. And these are these and so many other you know factors of what we can look at in the body uh, tell us a lot. You know, if and it goes back to, you know, my, my story that I was sharing, you know, from when I was younger and had the seizure disorder, uh, I wish I would have had a tool like this then. You know, when, when I'm going to the conventional doctors and they don't have any answers for me, I would be willing to bet, you know, if somebody would look, look at me when I was 17 years old, when I had the first seizure, they would have really kind of had me pegged as to what was really going on in my body. And, and that would have been invaluable for me. Uh,
1: Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine, I think, is a wonderful tool for people to use. Um, but a lot of westerners find eastern medicine difficult to understand i i've read that our thinking processes are different they they ju- we just think differently we think more linearly and not circularly right um, w- was it difficult for you to learn eastern medicine it
3: wasn't for me, you know, but you, know, you can ask my wife and she'll tell you that I'm different than most people. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but it was, uh, but no, I can definitely see how, you, you know, why you would say that. And, and even from the perspective of, it's even, a, it's a whole different animal basically uh, tied into just how we look at health too. Yeah, mm-hmm. because if we think of the path of conventional medicine, you have a problem, you go to the doctor, he diagnoses you <clears throat> typically based on either the symptoms that you shared with him or perhaps some blood tests along with that, and then you're just written the prescription for something to take. And, you know, to me, the, the Eastern type of medicine, whether it be traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic and, and so many other uh, forms of this type of medicine, where it's really just based on seeing what your body tells you and then making the correct you know, lifestyle and life changes that are necessary so your body can basically heal itself. Yeah. And I think that's the tougher place. And, and where, where that's, you know, a challenge for a, a lot of people is that, you know, we also, we're in this culture of we want everything now. You know, we want it to happen yesterday. And, and the simple reality is when you're, when you're changing, you, you, when you're making new lifestyle choices and you're, you're changing what you're doing, it takes, it takes time. It takes time for the the body to heal, you know, uh, a deeper di- chronic digestive issue. And sometimes yeah, there's it's even things we need to look further into, right?
1: It's definitely slower, but it's truer. Right, right. It's well, not and, a Band-Aid and, and, or it, it, a brain it, it, hemorrhage that, or something. It, exactly.
3: That's, that's I think that's the best way to put it because it's... Uh, because it's not in any way a Band-Aid, you're actually, and it's just like with me, you know, if I would have just, I could have kept taking the drugs for, for seizures, and you know what, probably to this day, I would still probably be having them, you know, but, but it took me time, it took me, you know, from my first seizure to my last, it was approximately 11 years, you know, but, but at least then from the time I was 28, and now I'm 51, you know, so it, it, You know, I get to enjoy the rest of my life, even though it took me some time to get there. You know, and I I think, and, and not everybody, most people doesn't take 11 years. It was a big learning curve for me and learning bits and pieces along the road. But that's the joy of being able to do what I do now is I get to take my, you know, all those years of, and really decades of learning and putting it into a system that people can follow with, you
1: know,
3: you know, relative ease and much quicker than that process that I had to go through.
1: We actually have a caller, Glenn. Um, Excellent. He's from Reno, Nevada. Brian is on the phone. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the Hi Power of Natural Corey. Healing. And what's your question?
2: Well, thank you. It uh, came to my attention when we was talking about the, the moons on, under the fingernails and uh, extremity circulation. that Since I was uh, very young, I used to have uh, my... Pinky fingers, on occasion, would just go completely cold, and um, over time, I've discovered that I believe I'm having—I've had uh, dental issues with decay since I was four years old, and I'm wondering if, trying to slowly at fifty putting things together, that I'm not—that may not be absorbing <laughs> everything that my body needs to be uh, working optimally. Including building or keeping teeth healthy. Yeah, so it's, so, and Brian, right? Yes.
3: Yeah, so, so Brian, it, it's kind of it's interesting how those tie in because most people would think that they don't. But when you're, you're talking about the hands getting cold, uh, and, and this is what's interesting too, is that people think that when there's a poor peripheral circulation issue, that's a cardiovascular issue. And it's not. You know, it's actually, when we have poor circulation, it's a brain issue. Not a cardiovascular issue because it, the brain is a regulatory factor for circulation in the body. All right, and then when you throw on top of that, then the challenges with your teeth—you know—recognizing that there's going to be a substantial tie into how you break down protein, tied into that. And what most people don't realize is that your gut and your brain are interconnected. So if there's a circulatory issue that we understand is brain derived, well, that means that there's also a gut issue because 90% of your brain output goes right down the vagus nerve through the spinal column uh, to the nervous system tissue in the gut and the surrounding organs and comes right back up. And so when there's, there could be like, and this sounds you know, different than how most people would think, but really the circulatory issue that you're talking about could be an underlying derived you know, a digestive issue that's affecting how your brain functions. Or likewise, it could be, you know, some uh, damage to the brain that's affecting how you're digesting your food, you know, but you always have to look at that as one system and how it's really interacting together. And it's and that's, you know, and and I'm so glad you called, Brian, because that's the that's the perfect example of how you can use what your body tells you. And then, you know, kind of shift that with your fundamentals of health and and, and any other underlying factors as to what would be contributing to that. So uh, I'm so glad you called in.
2: Great. Well thank you very much. I'll have to I'll check out your book. Well, thank you for writing it.
1: Thank you, Brian.
2: <laughs> bye bye.
1: Bye bye. I, I was an uh, to I went to an acupuncturist a lot when I was ill. Um the mm-hmm. first thing she would always do is look at my tongue and check my pulse on my wrist with her hand. It always mm-hmm. seemed so mysterious to me. But she yeah. helps me to recover. Why are the tongue and pulse so important?
3: Well, the, the 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 pulse I can't talk is is deeply about. I mean that that is a that to me that's a very specialized aspect of of TCM, the traditional Chinese medicine. And actually, the people who are really good at reading the pulse, I mean that's you know years, if not a decade of of really, you know, not only just learning and understanding, but practicing. You know, the, the people who are really good at that, I, I, really admire them, uh, to the utmost because they have perfected what is really not only a science, but really an art. And, uh, you know, but, but it does. It tells you so much. There's, there, and I, I could be saying some of this wrong. But again, I'm not the expert there, but I think there's seven different pulses that they're, they're feeling and paying attention to what that's telling you about the body. But, But that's what's nice about these systems, these Eastern-based systems, and traditional Chinese medicine being the one that I really enjoy some of their tools is because basically uh, it tells you what's going on in your body. When you look at the tongue as compared to the nails, as an example, the tongue can actually tell you things that are... Potentially just more of an acute issue, which is going on right now because the, the layer, that epithelial layer of the tongue, uh, actually changes out very quickly, just a matter of days. You know, but then also with the tongue, when you start developing something like cracks in the tongue, that tells you it becomes more chronic. And when you look at the nails as an example, because it takes your nails approximately six months to grow in, you know, that gives you more of an understanding from, uh, just strictly a chronic perspective. So you start putting, those together, you, know, you take the combination of what the tongue is telling you, whether it be acute or chronic, and then the nails, and then you look at some of the other body signs that you know that would be valuable. Uh, it's it's just something that provides so much level of personal empowerment to understand who you are. You know, it's a, and even to the point, you know, even though I do this in my practice on a consistent basis. Yeah, you know, once a year, I actually bring in who I feel is the world-renowned expert in this uh, analysis, and it's a gentleman uh, called Dr. Chi, and he comes. Uh, I actually uh, invite and sponsor him to come into uh, to our clinic once per year uh, for about three days, and he's actually coming in on May fifth. It's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and and it's it's amazing because not only do my clients get to see like the world's best at this tool. But it's it's also our followers because I'll, I'll have probably thirty percent of the people who will see Doctor Chi for these abbreviated sessions. Uh, they're going to be doing this from a distance. You know, they're going to be sending in uh, pictures that they're going to be emailing to us, and then Doctor Chi looks at those pictures and does it over a phone consultation.
1: Oh you know, wow, so, that, that's great.
3: Yeah, so it's 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 really <laughs> it, it, it's it's really invaluable. You know, just to to understand this about you know ourselves basically.
1: Yes, yes, it sounds fantastic. Hold on to your many wonderful, brilliant thoughts, Glenn. <laughs> we'll be Thank right you. back after this message from our sponsors. If you can ask a question of Glenn by calling 18664725792. Thank you very much and we'll be right back.
0: A fresh look at today's
5: health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey. Breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about Feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
4: We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show & Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness.
5: Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can, too, on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You're listening to The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Corey Brackett, filling in for Howard Strauss. My guest is traditional naturopath Glenn Dipke. You were talking about how you became interested in Eastern medicine, kind of. That mm-hmm. seemed to be the point. How did you become interested in it?
3: Well, it, uh, you know, I was mentioning in the, in the last segment about uh, Dr. Chi, who visits my office, and it was really from Dr. Chi. You know, when I was studying to become a traditional naturopath, I was at an event in uh, Las Vegas and I was, uh, I had just chosen to listen to this lecture that, you know, this Dr. Chi who had this amazing tool to read the body. And so it was really piqued my interest and I had uh, gone to the lecture and I was really enamored by what he had to say. And I went to his his booth at this event and and did one of these little mini sessions like people do in my office for myself. I was just really blown away at what he knew about me that I didn't know about me, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it was really later in that year that, and I was at the time I was living in in the Chicago area, and he came to the uh, Chicagoland area and did a workshop, and that was in I want to say back in 2001, and uh, I had signed up for that workshop to learn how to utilize that tool of fingernail and tongue uh, assessment in in my own practice, and uh, and it's just. Uh, yeah it's it just yeah, to me it's just it 's so interesting because you, you see it basically you 're so confident in the tool because you see it you know, provide answers for you consistently and and again' yeah. just like how happened to me it 's when people don 't even know this is going on, but their body 's telling it, and then when you look deeper, you see that there was a real issue there that just would have created so many like deeper issues if it were left unchecked
1: you have um the three day session with Doctor Chi, which I think is fantastic that you're doing that. Um, please tell us how people can get involved in that. There's still some a few slots left, from what I understand, right?
3: Yes, there's there's a couple ways. You know, people. You know, there's a lot of people. They just call my office and they book their sessions, and they can reach my office at nine four nine nine five four. 6226 and they can book the session, uh, over the phone and we would send, email them the instructions on what pictures to take and have those emailed back. You know, but then there's a, a lot of people, you know, really probably the easiest way is if, uh, because I do send out information to, uh, those that follow DuckTee Wellness, uh, so this would be invaluable not only for potentially Having a session with Dr. Chi yourself, you know the world-renowned leader in fingernail and tongue analysis, uh, but also for information on the upcoming book, if if anybody would just go to my website, which is debkiwalness.com that you mentioned earlier, uh, and if you scroll down all the way to the bottom of the home page, there's a, a picture there to sign up for my newsletter. And that would be the best way, because then you'll you'll, you'll get the information on base you know, for dr. Chi and you 'll get the information on the official release of the of the upcoming book fat fatigued and frustrated
1: and when's your book coming out
3: yeah any any day now we're, we're just in the we're putting the finishing touches on uh, some of the uh, other really kind of fun and, and interesting things with the book because it's when we, when we do the release, you know, there's obviously people will have the opportunity to buy it on Amazon, but, but really the, the best place I feel to get it is directly from us because what we're doing on the initial release is we're actually, we're, we're offering the book at a discount from the regular price. And along with the book, we're also offering multiple different training programs that come as a, as a bonus to your book purchase. You yeah, know, so there's, There's a seven-minute program. There's a 30-minute program. There's a there's a 90-minute program, and these are all training programs that really give people invaluable, like hands-on information that can take that day and start changing their lives. And that combination of of the book, the fat, fatigued, and frustrated with these trainings, just take, it gives the opportunity for people to take their health to a new level. And instead of fat, fatigued, and frustrated, how about like? Lean, energetic, and living a life of ease, right? <laughs>
1: yes, the, it, it be, definitely it, makes um, the person be an active participant in the book rather than a passive receptor.
3: Right, exactly. And, and 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 to me, like you know, part of you know the big impact of this, like, is I didn't, I don't know why everybody writes books, you know, but I wanted to write this book to create change. Yeah, you know, and I felt that the best way that I could create change is not only the book, but offer something that will go along with the book. So that's why when when you're on my newsletter list and you're getting it from Depkey Wellness and you're getting all these training programs that go with the book purchase, and you're getting the book at a discount, to me that's you know invaluable over going and paying full price on Amazon.com, right? You know, and, and <laughs> yeah, and I'm not against it. So everybody wants to go to Amazon, you can go there too, but <laughs> yeah, you know, to me, get the most value that you can
1: you you might as well, if you're really fat fatigued and frustrated and looking for a better answer and help. Um, getting back to what we were talking about with the article that you posted on your site, I mean, you've got a ton of information on your site. It's, it's wonderful. Um, I highly recommend it. What does, how does the Eastern approach to healing differ from the Western modern medical paradigm?
3: Oh, so, well, night and day from the perspective, as, as I said earlier, you know, there was, from a conventional perspective, there was nothing wrong, but there was something wrong, you know, obviously by the seizures. And, and then the, from the conventional perspective, it was just, here, take this pill, and that wasn't providing an answer. But when I got into really what was going on in my body and looking at it from a more Eastern perspective and really addressing the imbalances and the dysfunctions and the deficiencies that I had, uh, it just really gave me the opportunity to heal and, and, and really to balance. And it's really just that... And it's not about even, it's not at all about diagnosing and curing. You know, to me, that's not, I, I never do that. I never diagnose one client and I never heal one client and I don't have any cures. Yeah. You know, but all I do is I recognize bodily imbalances and make recommendations so that person's inherent healing process can actually take over, you know, because that's, yeah. that's what's going on. People are healing themselves. I'm just the facilitator to guide them in particular directions.
1: I'm so glad that you got off the medications they were giving you for <laughs> epilepsy. How, how long did you take the the pill? Uh, probably uh,
3: that whole duration from the, from I didn't start taking them right at seventeen. It wasn't until I had my second seizure about a year later. So about ten years, oh. you know. And then I, and I didn't get off the medication until I was confident and I took care of all the underlying factors because obviously I, I didn't want to have seizures either you know, yes. but, but once, once I was confident that I addressed everything that was the cause for me uh, that's when I worked with a doctor on lowering the dose and then eventually even took a homeopathic of it toward the end and just did everything properly and the most, uh, you know, the safest way to actually make those changes.
1: Yes, you, you move towards true and vibrant health which you're at right now it looks like we're almost out of time, or we are out of time. <laughs> it's always <laughs> such a pleasure talking with you, Glenn. Uh, it's, the pleasure is all mine. Please give people your website really quick.
3: Okay, it's uh, Depke Wellness, and Depke is spelled D-E-P as in Paul, K as in kitten, e and then wellness, dot com and, and again, for information on either Dr. Chi or the upcoming book release, uh, go to the bottom of that page and click on uh, to uh, register for the newsletter. You'll get all the information you need.
1: Awesome. Be sure to tune in next week, everybody, when Howard Strauss will be back with another fascinating guest. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you.